0: accepted podcast, a college admissions podcast for the savvy student. My name is Tyler Kusunoki. I am an admissions consultant working out of Tokyo. And hopefully today will be an opportunity for us to take a deeper dive into some course selection and some strategies specifically around the IB. Um, But before we do that, I did want to take some time to um, speak a little bit about everything that is going on in uh, Russia and Ukraine and in the world right now. And I think that this is a difficult time. And I think for students, it is obviously hard to go from one unprecedented thing to another. Um, but I would encourage those who are listening to, if you, of course, if you have friends, family who are um, caught uh, caught up in all of this, please do your best to support them. Um, but if there are, but minus that, if you are feeling, oh my goodness, this is so... Uh, overwhelming. There's not a whole lot that I feel like I can do. Um, that isn't true. There is, and one of the things that to start off with is to read, to learn to better understand both what is going on but also why it's happening right because eventually right all of you students who are listening you are all going to be in positions in life where your decisions as adults will be able to to some degree have greater impact on things like this right history repeats itself but that doesn't mean we like it too and um as a teacher of history, it's been interesting and overwhelming to see a lot of the markers of what started conflict in the past basically repeat itself here. And I think that as students, as global citizens, right, um, short of kind of finding the places to donate to that makes sense, finding the ways to reach out to family and friends to support them in whatever way you can the next thing that you can do is to learn, um, to take your time, identify the right sources, read up about all of this, right? Understand the cause, understand the ramifications, understand why global leaders are making the decisions that they are. Um, and, uh, And because I think that these moments are opportunities to understand, right, what is going on so that we do what we can to prevent them from happening in the future. And so if you are feeling helpless, I get it. Um, every, day I am doom scrolling like crazy. My, I just, um, um I'm on Twitter, I'm reading, but, um, but do make sure that you are looking at this um, as a moment where you as a member of the global community, you as a global citizen, have an opportunity to um, not just sit back, not throw your hands up and, and, and complain or bemoan the situation, that you have an opportunity to learn, to understand, to become more educated about kind of how everything is interconnected and, um, and these dominoes um, all fall in one way or the other. And so um, please be there for the people in your life who need your support. Um, but equip yourself as well, um, is what I would say about this. Uh, There is plenty of information out there. Know how to look for good information, how to discern the uh, exaggeration and the voice, the, the think pieces from the actual facts and do what you can to equip yourself to be responsible in terms of your knowledge. During this time, um, you are going to be hearing adults talking about all manner of things, but all of you, if you are listening to this podcast and are a student, you no longer have to just listen and accept those things as true, right? Do your own research, do your own digging, understand this situation, these circumstances, this conflict, um, so that you have it really ingrained in your mind that you have responsibilities and the opportunity to um, do what you can to make sure that these things don't repeat themselves, okay? All right. With all of that said, the switch over to something else was always going to be a little bit tricky, but we're going to do our best to try. Um, last week we dove a little bit into the AP system, and so today I want to give the IB uh, its fair shake. So the IB is stands for the International Baccalaureate educational system, and I will spend some time explaining what it is, um, perhaps for uh, families whose students are a little bit younger but are in an IB school, just to give you a heads up. About what's coming. So, the International Baccalaureate Diploma is a set of courses that you choose and take for your uh, junior and your senior year. So, the last two years of high school, uh, you will pick from uh, you will pick from a range of topics, and you will pick six. And those six classes will be the six classes that you are taking for the next two years for th- for the entirety of those two years you'll be taking those six courses. And all of the courses normally are broken down into uh, HL and SL, right? There's higher level and there's standard level. And most students choose to take three of each, right? To kind of establish the balance. You will have to take it from, uh, of course you have to fulfill all of your core areas. And so in most IB schools, you'll be required to take English. You'll be required to take a social studies. You'll be required to take a math, uh, a science, right? And then a foreign language. And then that sixth slot um, is reserved for arts and music, right? However, it also, uh, a lot of students who maybe don't have leanings in the arts and music direction will use that slot to double up on one of the subjects that they are more interested or feel a stronger affinity with. So uh, you will double up on bio and on uh, on physics, or you'll double up on history and economics, right? And so usually that will be the composite for your six, okay? And so on top of that, right, you have those six classes that you're going to be choosing. On top of that, you will have the requirement for the uh, extended essay. Which is a 4,000 word essay that um, it is an academic research driven essay uh, and it is one of the hallmarks of the IB curriculum and uh, especially in an era where demonstration of academic capability is becoming more and more in demand by universities. The opportunity to show and the fact that you're required to do it means that their school is going to give you the resources to do it. But your ability to demonstrate, ah, yes, I am capable of college level, academic research driven writing is always a plus. Right? And so there is that. You will also be um, have to take a class called Theory of Knowledge or TOK which is looking at different frameworks, different modes of learning, right? And so kind of going back to what I mentioned in the beginning about the importance of understanding different perspectives, right? TOK is a class that looks into the philosophy of knowledge, right? How do we know what we know? How do we learn what we learn? And how do we test those frameworks? And then finally, you will have CAS, and so CAS is basically your extracurricular, and they do give credit for it in the IB system as a way of basically mandating that all students be involved in their community, be involved with something creative, and be involved with a sport. And so as an overall curriculum, it is a two-year, very intensive, very rigorous curriculum, and that has been reflected in college admissions. One of the examples that I use all the time, last week we talked a little bit about how Uh, APs can give you credit. Um, Recently, when talking to a few different admissions officers at different schools, we were talking about the weighting of these APs versus IB. And one of the examples that stands out as very most prescient um, is uh, AP Chemistry. So AP Chemistry will award you one credit, and you will be allowed to clear off one credit's worth of chem, usually of course at the intro level at most universities. If you take IB, HL Chemistry, you can clear off two credits. And so that would be kind of just a simple example of the, uh, the weight with which the IB is considered, okay? Now, how am I gonna be graded if I am in the IB system? Each of your subjects is given a score out of seven. And so if you have six classes and a max of seven points in each, that gives you a score of 42 right now all the other different components that i mentioned the extended essay the tok right and the cas right all of those are worth 1 point right and so that brings your total up to about a 45 and generally for students who are aiming at top top schools you're going to want to be aiming for around a 39 or 40 without the bonus points, without the extended essay, without the TOK, without the uh, CAS. You're going to want to get around a 39 to 40, right? And so getting a 40, what that means is, right, out you have six classes. To get a 40 means you need four sevens, so four max scores, and then two sixes, right? So just laying out the framework for the challenge of the IB, and if you are aiming to go somewhere high, kind of what that looks like. The other important thing to note about the IB is that in terms of score reporting, the scores that they send out to universities when you are applying for university are not your actual scores, but are predicted scores, okay? And so here's what that means. When you are when you take the IB, you will be taking all of your major exams that determine your final grades will all be taken March, May of your senior year, right? which is too late for college application deadlines, of course. And so for the college application deadlines, which will be happening around November of your senior year, the schools will send out um, a set of predicted scores, which is your teacher's assessment of where you are at and where they think you will be in May. some free time this summer. Have you thought about pre-college summer programs in the US? Consider taking college-level courses from a school on your college list. Challenge yourself with rigorous academics, learn real-world skills from an accredited institution, and familiarize yourself with the academic style of American universities. Applications to these exciting programs are competitive, time-intensive, and most importantly, due very soon. So, if you are interested in these programs, let the expert consultants at TA help you with identifying a program that matches your academic interests and aspirations, creating captivating application essays, completing various aspects of application on time, and assembling a competitive academic profile. Don't pass up on this amazing opportunity. Book a consultation with TA today and select from hundreds of fun programs, both virtual and abroad, for you to consider. So that introduces an interesting wrinkle, right? Because it does mean that to some degree there is subjectivity. There has been plenty of research done that shows there is um, a little bit of a gap between the predicted score and the student's actual scores, right? Just historically, there always is a gap and oftentimes a pretty significant one between what the teacher is predicting and what the student is actually doing. Now, while that means, oh, the system's broken, the system's flawed, it also means that there is something there for you as a student to be taking advantage of, right? We as humans, we as teachers are flawed, right? We have biases, we um, play favorites, we are optimistic for where a student can be as long as they have spent the time dedicated to showing me that they have promise. And so keep that in mind, right, That, uh, that while of course you have to manage your academics, and you, um, and that, that is certainly important. Please do know that the IB especially really is going to challenge you to make sure that you are building strong relationships with your teachers so that you can ensure those strong predicted scores in your senior year, right? Ask good questions, show up on time, get all your work done, right? All of those things are important, okay? All right, so that's kind of the overview. Um, And just to emphasize that again, um, one of my students who attended an IB school was accepted to Johns Hopkins. And Johns Hopkins does this really nice thing where they send you a note um, and they speak to why they think you got in. And the student was incredible in a lot of different ways, but the, the admissions officers in their note to him specifically said, one of the things that most impressed us about you was the rigor of your IB classes and your high predicted score. All right? So these very much are things that will determine, can be a determinant of your ability to get into the school of your dreams. And so it makes a lot of sense, it makes a lot of sense right? to take a lot of this very seriously. So in terms of my breakdown, I want to identify what are, so the big decisions that you're going to have to make are, which HLs, which SLs do I take? Right? and around that, I do have some thoughts. Right, so um, there are four classes that are generally considered to be very difficult HLs. This is just reputationally, and just is, this is just kind of a, a thing that is considered. Right, um, and I use the acronym of PALM to remember them: P A L M. Right, because it is physics, it is art, it is. Uh, English Language and Literature is the Language and Literature course, and then Math. Those are the four that are going to be the um, most generally reputationally and actually the most difficult in terms of time commitment and expectation. And so if you want to remember as Palm or if you want to remember it as Lamp, doesn't matter, right? but usually I will encourage students to have at least two of those four on their HL list right? Um, but be very careful of taking three, right? Um, I The students who have done kind of physics, art, and maths are incredibly overwhelmed for the entire two years that they are engaged. So um, please do keep a little bit of that in mind, is that the recommendation from Palm, take Aim to try to take two of those at the HL level. Now, one of the questions that you will encounter once you decide to take math is which math do you take? Because math is actually broken down into two different math types. Okay, And so there is going to be math AA and there's going to be math AI right? And both of those are uh, broken down a little bit differently. So AA stands for analysis and approaches, right? And then AI stands for applications and interpretations. And just some brief guidelines here. I don't want to go too, too deep into it because um, there's a lot more there, but just brief recommendations. Um, You should be taking uh, AI if you are really interested in like pure math, right? If you're interested in math, engineering, physical sciences, right, um, and to some degree econ, right, then you should delve more, choose, lean more into the AA, because it will be a little bit more abstract, it will be more conceptual, and the applications will be more towards the physical sciences, towards physics and engineering, right. If you're more interested in the um, kind of statistical side of math, then you would take AI, Right. And so most students who are pursuing a degree in social sciences eventually, who want to study social sciences, things like psychology, who want to go into stats, who want to go into business, right, um, or economics, right, a lot of those students will, you will be better off taking AI because AI is more about how, what do we take from the data, right? How do we interpret data, right? It's analysis and interpretations, right? And so, um, and so it is more about that, right? And a lot more about practical applications of math. And so those are kind of how the two different math types break down. So when building your list, right, when building the list of schools, obvi- the, not the list of schools, the list of classes that you're going to take, you obviously need to consider the uh, requirements of your school, right? Most schools are going to have very specific requirements around how many, how around the classes that you're allowed to take. And the IB itself has requirements. You have to take one of each of the first five groups, and then you can use that sixth slot to double up on one of them. And so... In terms of overall strategy, consider what your narrative is going to be. And this is why it's important to get started early as you, if you know what you are going to want to say that you want to study in university, it allows you to easy more easily craft, um, your options, because again, you only have six slots. And so those six slots need to be able to show, um, rigor, but also a very committed interest in the areas that you're thinking of. So as. A heads up, right, if you are at all considering the UK, please take some time to look at the universities and look at the requirements that they have for the majors that you are considering. A lot of students, when they think of business, they're like, I just need to take econ. UK does not care really about your econ score, right? In terms of IB, what they want to see is you are taking HL math because business is very quant. Right. And so the thing that they're actually looking for is they're looking for you to take math and they would prefer it at an HL level. Right. And so if you if you chose to take SL math because you're like, oh, I want to take HL econ because I want to study business and I want to study business in the UK and you chose SL math because math is hard and you want to make sure your GPA is up, you actually baseline won't even be qualified to apply to some of the top universities in the UK. Right. And so and you won't have an option to switch. Right, And so because it's locked in for two years. So this is the important. The IB requires a lot more long term thought process and planning than the AP because you are locking yourself in for two years. Right, And so it is very important to consider what's my story. Right. Um, I usually will encourage students to try to take a like to make sure amongst their HLs there is a balance between STEM and humanities. Right. You can do two STEM, one humanities, whichever combo you want, right? But that it is important for your HLs to show a well roundedness and uh and to think about it that way. So whatever you uh kind of approach you choose, choose kind of three that show a balance of STEM and humanities. You also preferably are going to want to choose an an, an HL course that is a, a focal area that you are interested in writing a research paper on because your EE will be selected from the topics from the IB courses you are currently taking. And so with that in mind it's really important to make sure that you have thought a little bit about what you want to do, what you want to study, have some idea around that. For the IB it's very important Um, And if you need to have that conversation, reach out. I'm happy to chat with you about kind of what subjects make sense for you to pursue. But it's important to identify that early, just even just for the purposes of getting into university. Right. Have a course of study that you want and then pick accordingly because, um, yeah, you're going to be pretty fixed uh, in in the IB program. Okay. So um, in terms of that, the, the remaining piece comes down to you doing some groundwork and talking to your seniors, right? Um, and, uh, and so please do, they know which teachers are best. They know which extended essay advisors are best, right? You are going to have to balance out the courses you want to take with the quality of the teachers who are teaching it, right? Because again, a, those teachers are going to be your teachers for two years. You don't get a reset, right? Now, in international school, school, school's teachers move around a lot, but generally speaking, you're not going to have an opportunity to switch. So they're going to be your teacher for two years. One of them's probably also going to be your advisor for your EE, right? And so, um, and then of course, that's all on top of the fact that your predicted grades are your predicted grades, which is a teacher's opinion of them. And I have had, uh, heard from students about teachers who just don't believe in giving sevens because no one is perfect, and so they just don't give sevens, right, as predicted scores. Okay, maybe you then need to think about depending on where you're aiming because colleges aren't going to know that, right? And so depending on what, how high you're aiming, maybe it makes sense to take a course that maybe is a little less aligned, but has a, a teacher who is uh, who grades a little bit differently. Right, And so all of these factors kind of build around what it means to take the IB course is that you are building a two year plan, which is why if you, you are a sophomore, rising junior, please take some time to think about what you want your plan to be and be very strategic. Gather your information, gather the knowledge so that you can make the combination, build the combination that makes the most sense for you. Right. If you are um, younger than that, really be thinking about what it is you are interested in studying, and what combinations you're interested in studying, because you are going to have to choose uh, eventually. So start exploring that stuff earlier on. If you are a junior, right, or um, a if you're a junior and rising senior, right, please do Um, be thinking about the importance of this summer, right? Your EE needs to get done, but your EE is going, your extended essay, right? Is going to be on top of your college essays, whatever you have planned for the summer, right? All these different pieces. Please be considering your timing for all of that as well. And making sure that you are spending a portion of your summer doing your internal assessments ahead of time, studying ahead of time so that you can hit the ground running and really show out to your teachers so that you can make sure your predicted scores are the best they possibly can be. One sort of pro tip that I have seen work before, right, is that that if you approach your teachers and make very clear what your academic goal is, I want a seven, what do I need to do? many teachers will be open to either giving you a very clear roadmap or giving you additional work opportunities um, to show them that you have the capability to reach a six or a seven or whatever target score that you are aiming for. And so again, given the kind of subjective nature of this, right, if, if your grades are at kind of at like a five, right, and I see that you have a lot of potential, you have interest, and you have constantly come to me to ask for more ways to work on it. I may be able to, when it comes to predicted score time, be like, I predict they will be a six. Versus if not, right, I either leave you at a five or predict they will be a four, right? Those are huge swings in how your total score is perceived. And so um, in the IB, almost more so than, um, than the AP, Right? Because the predicted scores are such an important element and because you are near, you are choosing six courses for two years, being dedicated, being doing your research and really being thoughtful about your approach to all of it becomes more important than ever. Okay? So think ahead, plan early, think about you need to start thinking about your narrative, what your package quote unquote is for university earlier on so that you are making the right choices, okay? And so um, that's it for today. Um, was a little bit of a deep dive into the IB. So hopefully that was um, informative for you who are about to make a decision. Uh, and uh, hopefully that leads to, especially if you are a family, considering which international school should I be going to. Hopefully that overview and these and last weeks give you a better sense of what type of school might be best for my, my kid as well, okay? So um, thank you so much for your time. and. Remember the key to getting in? Getting ready.